0: Larry Mason, School.com here with George Levy, the president of the Motorsports Hall of Fame of America, and we're here today in Daytona Beach, Florida, at the actual museum, a beautiful facility you have here uh, within the grounds of the Daytona International Speedway, and you have a big banked uh, speedway track right there with IndyCar, stock car, motorcycles, dragsters, everything, Can-Am cars, but we're actually walking around, thanks for the tour, and one of the things that you pointed out is actually very, very interesting here, and it is a checkered flag from 1974, Daytona 112 and a half qualifying race. George, what's the story behind that?
1: Well, a lot of uh, NASCAR fans know that the qualifying races were typically uh, 125 miles. Uh, Today, with the faster cars, they're 150 miles, but, you know, it's always the Daytona 125s. Well, at the height of the fuel crisis in, uh, like, 1973 is when it started, and over the winter there were a lot of voices saying, well, we should just ban auto racing because uh, those guys are just racing around burning up fuel. That must be a lot of fuel. Well, the reality was that races don't use any more fuel than a typical football game or baseball uh, game. But there was this real perceptual issue of, well, these cars are running around burning up gasoline. And so what the different sanctioning bodies agreed to was that they were going to cut race distances by 10%. Um, and how that affected, and that started at the beginning of the '74 season. The, the 125 qualifying races were some of the first races of the '74 season, and so they cut off uh, 12 and a half miles of the 125 because that's 10 uh, percent of the race distance. The Daytona 500 was still called the Daytona 500 because there was so much uh, invested in that name, but they actually started on lap. 20, uh, technically, so that it was uh, just a 450 mile uh, race instead of a 500 mile race. So That's the story of the Daytona 112 and a half qualifying race which happened just one time only.
0: Fascinating. And now in today's race they actually go more than 500 miles,
1: right, with the green-white checker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they do. And, uh, and the qualifying races are, are longer now, too. So, tell us a little bit more about the museum because
0: being here in person, I mean, you even have a land speed record car. Tell us about this one here.
1: You know, the motor, like we talked about, the Motorsports Hall of Fame is the Hall of Fame of all of motorsports. Uh, we honor everything. Uh, with an engine in it. Uh, Cars, planes, you see that beautiful Atlas van Lines unlimited hydroplane that was both a Gold Cup champion and a world uh, champion. There's a little bit of everything here and uh, and almost everything here is true Hall of Fame related stuff. So for example, the Challenger One is the car that uh, Mickey Thompson uh, drove in 1960 to a little over 400 miles an hour unofficially. It's an amazing Amazing machine and people can see it every day here at the Hall of Fame four engines in that yeah Mickey I mean it's a let's walk over here Mickey built this thing in his garage um, and it's got four engines uh, you know they're all synced up to one accelerator pedal one uh, transmission uh, linkage uh, you know it's amazing that he was able to make all this work and that it held together at that kind of speed. Unfortunately, um, there, one of the engines had an issue uh, on the, the the first pass, and that was good for 406 miles an hour, which would have been a new land speed record at the, at the time. This is pre-Craig Breedlove, pre-Art Arfon, um, and it would have brought the land speed record to America. But you had to do a return run within, I think, 60 minutes of the first run uh, in order for it to count as a a record. And they weren't able to get the car uh, running for the return leg in time. So, unofficially, he was the fastest man on earth.
0: Incredibly, because that was back in 1960. So when we're talking today, that's what, 62 years ago, and that's a wheel-driven car. It's not a jet car that just goes down
1: the the salt flats. Four supercharged uh, Pontiac engines. You know, in some way, just as amazing as we have Malcolm Campbell's Bluebird over there, uh, six wheels, 10,000 pounds, a Rolls-Royce aero engine. Uh, In 1935, in the 1930s, this car was going close to 300 miles an hour. The part that's even more mind-boggling for me is they were doing that on the beach over here. Not the salt flats. I mean, it's hard enough doing it on the salt flats, but the salt flats are wide and flat and consistent. You know, anyone who's been to a, a, a beach has been to beaches like we have here in uh, Daytona and Ormond Beach, and these guys were lighting the fuse and going 275 miles an hour down the sand of the beach. Incredible. And you
0: have some older cars here from way back then. You have some newer uh, additions to the museum. I noticed uh, we walked by a little bit earlier, you have Elio his uniform that he won Indy earlier in, I guess, and then actually uh, last year uh, with uh, the Sirius XM car.
1: Yeah, um, you know, every year we, we're a Hall of Fame first and foremost. Uh, we uh, induct individuals, uh, people who uh, have achieved great things in, in motorsports. Elio was the inductee in the motors, in the uh, Open Wheel category uh, this past year, or so uh, he was here to um, be welcomed into the Hall of Fame and, and we have some of his memorabilia here and uh, it's just, it, it, every year it's magical and, and another nine people Get inducted by a vote from the community, and um, it's some people call it the Oscars of motorsports. It's just a great evening, and not just
0: to talk about the guys that have done this, but women are inducted as well. And I think we saw Linda Vaughn's Hurst Olds uh, here also, and you just had a new addition with Denise McCluggage's that's, that's first right. race car.
1: Yeah, uh, you know Denise uh, was an incredible pioneer. Uh, she. Uh, was not only a terrific driver herself uh, and one of the best uh, female drivers and really sort of pioneering in in sports car racing in the post-war period, but she uh, basically uh, started and saved Auto Week uh, magazine, which itself uh, fueled the growth of sports car racing in America. Very true. So
0: this is main the main hall that we're in today but you have some plans for additions as well?
1: Yeah, we have uh, some additional space here which we're opening up uh, uh you know the community has been so great in terms of um you know not only financial support but lending us uh, great vehicles uh uh over to our right is, you know, uh, Bob Tullius has, has loaned us this wonderful Jaguar GTP car. Uh, John Kyle has loaned us a, a 1972 Richard Petty a Champion uh, a, a Charger. And so uh, we have lots of vehicles and artifacts that we'd like to show people. And so we're opening up uh, more space uh, every few months as we can.
0: So, I guess donations are welcome for that.
1: We will always uh, accept uh, and, and be very grateful for donations, and people can donate at MSHF, like Motorsports Hall of Fame, MSHF.com.
0: So, last question here, and it, you may not be able to answer this. Do you have a personal favorite, or is this like your kids? They're all your favorite.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're all my favorite. You know, it, it, honestly, uh, first of all, I grew up loving. Uh, multiple forms of, of motorsports, and that's part of the reason why I love this job. I mean, some people, you know, are really into NASCAR, and that's their thing. Some people are really into open, well, that's their thing. And, and you know, God bless everyone for whatever their passion is. You know, for me, I, you know, I've, I was always interested in different forms of racing. So, yeah, there are cars here that, uh, and, and bikes that mean an extra special amount, but there's no one that I could point to and go, oh, that's my favorite of all of them.
0: Well, this is a fantastic facility. When you're here, don't forget to look up because we have airplanes and race cars and boats and motorcycles and everything hanging from the ceiling as well. Uh, Just a wonderful facility. George, thank you again for your time and best luck, best wishes, and and for good luck in the future with this.
1: Well, thanks for everything, and we invite everyone. We're open almost every day of the year except major holidays uh, uh, right at the Daytona International Speedway, so we'd love to uh, have the conversation in person.
0: Thank you.